Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee. I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you improve, not just in your business, but in your entire life. Now, in the last session, we talked about winning, but today we're going to be talking about how to stay focused, motivated, and encouraged while you're in the midst of growing and transforming and changing things in your business or in your personal life. If you are in that zone, that in-between zone from have your plan, but you haven't quite arrived at achieving it. Listen to today's episode because we're going to be talking about how you can stay focused and revved up and energized in the midst of that. All right. So stay tuned after this short break. We'll get straight to it. Hey, 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 and we're back. So glad that you are here with me. If this is your very first time listening, I'm giving you a big old electronic fist bump. Boom. Make sure you hit that follow, subscribe button, no matter where you're listening, Spotify, Anchor, wherever, (laughs) Apple Podcasts. I want to make sure that you are dialed into me as soon as I drop an episode. I am in your earbuds and blasting some positivity blasting all those good vibes into your ears so that you are energized and pumped for your day or the end of your day or whatever time of the day that you're listening to me. Okay. And for those of you guys who have been listening, I got three big favors to ask you. First and foremost, make sure that you write a review wherever you're listening. I know I've got a huge audience on Apple Podcasts. I would love and I appreciate if you would write a review, take a few moments, let me know what you're loving, what you're excited to hear more of it. That way I know what to give you more of. I want to serve you and give you what you need. Also, make sure that you send me a voicemail message, anchor.fm slash Denise T. Lee. Please include in the beginning or the end of the message whether or not I have your permission to air your message. And let me know what's on your mind. I definitely love listening to voicemail messages and I definitely love engaging with my peeps, you guys, so that I can be able to, again, serve you the best way I can. And lastly, if you're interested in learning more about me, signing up to my free weekly mailing list, checking out working with me privately, learning more about me and my story, or just trying to connect with me. I love to connect with you and just support you however way you need. And lastly, everything we're going to be talking about can be found more in detail in Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where I just dive into journaling and mindset and meditation and a whole bunch of other things that are going to help you go from zero to hero. Well, I know you're already a hero, but like, let's go from hero to superhero then. I want to be able to support you. So check that out. DeniseGLee.com slash course that you'll be able to check out Amazing Attitude. I'm also going to leave a direct link to access Amazing Attitude. And I truly believe that this is definitely for some of you guys who are like ready to manifest something. You're ready to make a change. You're ready to make that big shift. And Amazing Attitude is going to be really able to help support you above and beyond just this podcast because I go into some other details that I'm not going to mention for my podcast peeps. Okay, so let's kind of go as a kind of recap of what we talked about in the prior episode. If you haven't checked out how to win a business and a life, check that out because I really kind of dive into what you need, some really four main ideas that are going to help you slay your your business, getting into or out of a relationship, depending on your situation or whatever you're trying to do. I really want to support you. And I gave four very impactful, powerful things. So go ahead, check that out, how to win in business and life, because I dive in more in detail. But today, what I want to do is kind of continue and build upon that about that in-between world. I think for a lot of us, 
we are excited and motivated to do different things. You know, I was ta- had a client call earlier today and uh, my client was talking to me about wanting to get into a, a particular business venture. And, you know, she was telling me about her frustrations and some of the things that she needs to get in place. Some ducks li- need to be lined up in order for her to take advantage of it. And she's in that in-between zone where she wants to attain it, but there's certain things that have to be checked off. It's not an issue of so much of a timing thing in terms of I need to prioritize certain things, but more of a mindset things. I need to feel more at peace. I need to feel more at ease. I need to feel more clarity about certain things. Have you ever been somewhere where it's not an issue of money? It's not an issue of time necessarily, but an issue of, I just need to feel okay in order for me to finally hit that button and just go for it. And I definitely know what that in-between world is where you've done everything on your end, but there's just something that hasn't really pushed you over that line. But for some of you guys, it is an issue of money or is an issue of resources in terms of of people or whatever. But regardless of your in-between zone, whether it's a lack of resources or a mindset issue, I want to fully support you and give you some ideas that are going to help you push above and through it. But again, like I said, this is not really incomplete of all I have to share with you. So check out Amazing Attitude if you really want to dive into more detail about how to navigate while you're in that in-between zone. So the first thing that I want to talk with you about is this idea of, this. I don't want to sound too woo-woo here, but I want to talk about this idea of your inner world and your outer world, and then the spiritual plane world. Now, we are talking with each other in the outer world, meaning our conscious world, where we're we're relating with each other through voice and hearing, hearing and sight and smells and taste and touch. We're using our senses in order to fully understand where we are. Clearly, you're using your senses to hear me. I'm using my, my senses to speak to you and communicate with you. And we're interacting with each other. And as we're interacting, you're hearing words. I'm, I'm speaking words. And we're able to communicate on this plane. But that's not really the whole plane that's going on within our outer world. Obviously, we are have we have a soul right our soul is our inner world that's where we have thoughts and beliefs and values and we store our memories and we have all these things that are under our unconscious and that's where and I talk a little bit more about it in the the prior session the how to win in business and life we have so many thoughts so many ideas that represent who we are and oftentimes because of past insecurities, past limiting beliefs, or current limiting beliefs, we've inadvertently sabotaged ourselves in our inner world. And so that we speak things that are inauthentic to who we really are and who we want to become. Like, for example, you have, you've may have experienced this, or you have been living a life where you've been wanting to break through and start this new career or end this business or whatever you want to do. But you have these unconscious feelings of of worth and value and feeling as if you're needing validation. And as much as you vocalize and say, yeah, I'm going to start this business or yeah, I'm going to end this relationship or yeah, fill in the blank. Those unconscious thoughts that are in your inner world, your those deep values that you may not even be aware of, right? Because these are unconscious thoughts. They inadvertently sabotage your outer world. So you say things and you do things that are totally 
against what you think you want to do. I've seen this so many times, people who have got into some type of success in their business or or they say that they want to get into a relationship, but they keep finding people that keep making them feel inferior or unworthy or just abusive relationship. And it's because their inner world is completely conflicted. Okay. And I talk a little bit more in Amazing Attitude about that dynamic, but suffice to say, in order for us to break free, we need to have a whole, a different mindset. We have to have a more stronger spiritual connection that, and I talk about in Amazing Attitude about how to access that in more depth, but Suffice to say, for a lot of us, in order for us to change those misguided beliefs, those limiting thoughts in our inner world, our subconscious, our unconscious thoughts, right? We need to be able to connect with who we really are on a spiritual level. Now, this could be, you can call it God, the universe, higher power. I don't care how you want to call it. But for a lot of us, the key to really unraveling those difficulties, those conflicts, those back and forth. Because I, I, I've seen this so many times where people say they want to make changes. They want to do something, but then they sabotage themselves. They back out of a coaching program or they just do something that just completely undoes what they want to do. And it's because there's some disconnect between their inner world and their spiritual world. Their they call it the ethereal plane, the spiritual world, where we, our souls are naturally gravitating to the things that are really who we are, our essence, our being. And in order for us to fully achieve what we have been put on this planet to do, our existence here, we're not just here to make money, right? We're here to make a difference. We're here to move the needle for a larger agenda. And when we back out of things or we get fearful, we're basically sabotaging what our soul is desiring to do. So I'm hoping that as you're listening to your to what's going on, some conflicts in your life and conflicts about you're going back and forth on doing things, or perhaps you aren't ready to hit the trigger button or you've hit the trigger button, but you've you backed out for whatever reason, there has to be some kind of disconnect. So I want to give you some strategies to help you kind of push through that. And the first thing that I want to do is I want to tell you about the, the, the power of meditation, right? And I'm I'm not a shamanist. <laughs> I'm not into some of these other pseudoscience religions. I'm a Christian, but I do believe on the power of words. I am a transactional analysis, meaning that I, I understand the power of words can truly impact your psyche on a deep and personal level. One of the things that I've always tried to help people do is to be very mindful of the words that they use because inadvertently they speak things that cause them to have difficulties in their lives. For example, I'll just go on a personal note and say, you know, for the longest period of time, I didn't believe that I was I felt unlovable. And if I I even vocalized it and I said, I'm unlovable, I'm unlovable, you know, and I found myself and from one disastrous romantic relationship to another disastrous romantic relationship. And you know why was because each and every time the relationship ended, I said, I guess it ended because I'm unlovable. The power of the mind can take that and say, oh, well, if you don't believe it's un- you're unlovable, let's find more situations that will confirm that again and again and again. Think about your business life. Have you ever thought, oh, gosh, I can't make money? 
And then you find yourself in situations where you maybe you only make up to a certain amount of money because you may don't feel that you're worthy of receiving money. So the power of words is, is so impactful so that we need to be very mindful. And as we meditate, right, we're going to meditate on the words, certain words that we struggle with. And that, for example, in saying, I, I'm unlovable, I am lovable. Instead of saying, I'm not worthy, or I could, I can't do it, I can do it. These are where we're going to transform words, and we're literally going to hum. We're going to make it like a mantra throughout the day. Now, I urge clients, and I'm urging you too, that if you have some deep-seated beliefs, this is where meditating can help you to transform and from a place of lack to luxury. So meditation, I don't care. There's so many different apps on your cell phones. You grab books about it. This is beyond the scope of this episode within itself to actually talk about the practice of meditation. But I have found for myself, meditation is definitely something that can help you to limit destructive thinking. You know, from I remember when I first started getting into meditation, one of the things that I was taught and instructed was to meditate on certain scriptures within the Bible, positive words, positive images, and making it meditating those words throughout the day to help you understand that the power that you have within yourself, okay? This is completely separate from prayer. Prayer when you're actually letting go of your own power and control and giving to a, a source above and beyond, okay? So if you're not into meditation, prayer is another way. And again, you don't have to necessarily pray to Jehovah, okay, or whoever you want to call it. You could say, I pray to a, a universe that's greater than myself or understand. I don't really care. I pray to Jesus. He's my Lord and Savior. But you need to pray to whoever or whatever makes most sense to you. When you're praying, you're letting go of this idea of control. Because as much as we want to do different things, the results are ultimately beyond our control. But if we have that moment, we're accepting and letting things unfold as it is. Typically, things actually do end up working for a greater good. Maybe not in the way that you think it's going to be, but I definitely believe in the power of prayer. I believe in the power of focusing intentionally and connecting on a spiritual plane to reveal to things that you cannot consciously see. As human beings, we only have a very small slither grain of what is around us. I truly believe that we live in an energetic world where people and places and things collide based on our intentions and the energy that we output. I I was thinking about a client call where a client was telling me about this particular uh, situation. She was going on dates. It just wasn't, I'm not a, a romance coach, by the way. I just have to say that, but we just, I'm a life coach for entrepreneurs. So we just kind of smorgasbord talk about different things. But this particular client, we were just talking about dating and, you know, the client was saying, you know, I've gone on these dates for like two and a half years and it just, it's not working. And as we were talking with one another, I realized that she was feeling so self-conscious of herself and, trying to be fatalistic in the sense of, oh, this is not going to work out. Well, she literally prayed to not be in harmful situations. And so much so that she manifested it in terms of 
she put up so many guards and she was so defensive. She scared off everyone past the first date. So when you're meditating and you're praying, you got to be careful about what you're meditating, what you're praying about, because you can inadvertently put out that energy that repels people not brings them closer to you. So I'm really a big fan of being very intentional about the words that you say to yourself, as well as the words that you speak into existence through the universe, okay? And another thing that I, I want to talk with you about that's really important about this while you're in this in-between zone, while you're waiting, is I want you to practice acceptance and being present. So let me, those are two different things. I'm going to kind of conjoin these things, these concepts together so you understand what I'm talking about. For a lot of us, we have a hard time being present. We're very, most of us, because we're human beings, we tend to skew negative thoughts, right? Because we're problem solvers. And plus, we want to avoid anything that can harm us emotionally, physically, spiritually. So we uh, we try to avoid things by thinking, being a defensive pos- posture, thinking tentative we tend to think negatively of the future or we're feeling remorseful about the things that we do in the past, but we're never really present. And so this idea of being ex- having acceptance and being present is basically saying, look, I'm going to do the best thing that I can now. Instead of trying to be strong, hurry up, please others, try harder, I'm going to be excellent and do the best job that I have now, knowing full well that whatever is going to happen next is going to happen as it should be. So as you're understanding this idea of acceptance, it's acceptance not just of the situation, it's acceptance of you. Now, here's the thing. I don't know about you, but I ain't perfect. I ain't perfect at all. I promise you I'm going to make mistakes. I promise you're going to make a mistake sometime in the future. And instead of just trying to feel remorseful and shameful and self-loathing we're going to have this opportunity where we say you know what I'm going to understand that this is all part of a larger process I may not understand this process but I'm in this present moment I'm going to be thankful I'm going to be appreciative and I'm going to have gratitude that I have the ability to learn the lessons too many people live in mediocrity because they're not willing to push through the pain and discomfort of the things that they've learned while being opportunistic and grateful for what they've learned throughout the past experience, okay? I myself, I I mean, just full of disclosure, I, I think I was a walking rain cloud of doom and despair all I could think about was what I was doing wrong what other people were doing wrong what was messed up whose political party was worse than my political party fill in the blank I just could not think positively and surprise surprise because I couldn't be present and accept the world as it is not the way as I wanted to be I confirmed all the negative things I almost I had a a I sought out all the negative things that just made me feel unhappy in life. And as a result, it gave me the excuse to drink a lot, eat a lot, be promiscuous, whatever, to numb myself out. And I truly have to admit and say that a lot of the misery that I caused for myself in my life was self-induced because I couldn't be present. And I couldn't accept that I mess up, other people mess up, things are flawed, we live in a broken, fallen world, and that's just part of what it is. But instead of doing that, I couldn't be grateful. And so what I'm urging you to do is to 
get grateful. Get grateful. Even if you feel feeling as if you're flat broke, you're not achieving anything, your business hasn't grown, or you, you're or you've you've you're doing your plan, you've been doing this plan for years and nothing has happened. Be grateful that you actually have the initiative to do something that 95% of the population won't do. Okay? Be grateful. And I talk a lot about an amazing agent. In fact, I even have a day about gratitude and the importance of gratitude and how that impacts your mind. Because I think for a lot of people, they're not taking full charge of the possibilities because they're not allowing themselves to fully immerse themselves in the current reality, good or bad. Okay. And that kind of brings me into this idea of remembering positive experiences, positive and transformative experiences. You know, as I think about you know, right now, full disclosure, as I'm recording this, like my shoulders are in like straight up pain. I've been trying to work through some discomfort from doing too many push-ups and pull-ups and like arms are throbbing. I'm like Popeye the Sailor Man, except I don't have a can of spinach next to me to pop, <laughs> pop into my mouth. Look, here's the thing I'm trying to talk about. In, in the midst of the pain, I am realizing that this pain is reminding me that I put in the work to get physically strong. The, even this, the, the discomfort shall pass. This too shall pass. This is a positive and transformative word that I'm saying right now. And I'm thinking about all the good things that I've done. In, this, in the midst of the pain. In this midst of the, the discomfort. I know that this is transient. That this is not going to last long. That I've gone through a hell of a lot worse in the past. And that... I am excited to see how I'm going to push myself further in the future and what I can learn through this experience. Every painful thing that you're experiencing right now has a gold silver lining around it. Gold or silver, whatever your favorite color is, I don't know. The point I'm trying to make is that there's a, there's, there's a, there's a sweet spot that you can actually use this to either tell other people, as I'm telling you right now, you can tell your clients, you could tell your kids, I don't care who you want to tell, you want to tell your dog, tell someone about the positive things that are going on in the midst. When you tell yourself that, you're basically training your mind to fix on the positive. So many people are so fixed on the negative and they manifest their own doom and gloom. So as we're thinking about being positive, right, and thinking about good experiences, heck, even the bad experience, we're seeing the good of it. I want you to be focusing on the, I achieved, I learned, I am, this is possible, I've learned. I want you to focus on these powerful words that navigate you from being uncomfortable to comfortable with the fact that you are gaining not just knowledge, but your confidence. Confidence can never be bought, sold, transferred, negotiated, okay, bartered. It is earned through positive experiences and positive thinking. And even if you say, Denise, you know what? It all blew up in my face. I wasn't able to get the girl or the guy or the job or the gig or whatever. The fact that you actually did it, stepped up to the plate and worked to obtain it, is miles ahead from a lot of people. I I can't, I'm just thinking of one particular former friend that I had and I remember kind of transitioning away from our relationship because, you know, I had a habit of wanting to try to nurse people to health that didn't want to get well. 
And one of the most painful things I had to realize was that oftentimes when I would talk with her, she always had a quick excuse about why she couldn't do this or contact this person or, or, or whatever. And I realized that it was because of her own tape playing of negative things. So always focus, use your power words. You, I can, I am, this is possible. Because once you do that, you're literally training your brain to say, oh my goodness, let's veer away from negative things. We've got a lot of positive things going on. Let's dial into that. What does that look like? I'm hoping that as you're thinking about your life, maybe there's a list of words that you've been telling yourself that's been bashing yourself, bashing the people around you. And maybe it's time for a rewrite. Maybe it's time for you to start rethinking about how you interact with these people or heck, even interact with yourself. One of the things that I've always worked with new clients about is this idea of loving yourself, self-loving yourself. Do you love yourself enough to accept the fact that things are imperfect, you're imperfect, but we're always all working for a greater good if we have the right mindset, okay? Now, the last thing I just wanted to say is that journaling is part of that mindset work. It's that in-between world where you're just you're not just writing, oh my goodness, I woke up and my back hurt and the, the mailman didn't deliver my package. I've been waiting it for the last two weeks and oh, gosh, when's, when am I going to get a client renewed? renewing or whatever fill in the blank that's going on in your world. I want you to journal intentional positive things. I want you to take all those ideas that you've been thinking about what you want to manifest, how it's going to look like, what you're about to see, tap into the senses. What, how's it going to taste like? What's it going to smell like? I want you to journal about all the wonderful things that you've got going on and what you plan on accomplishment and what does that look like? How does that look like? How does that smell like? I want you to tap into that because once you're able to really engage, you'll be able to energetically attract more of what you've been focusing your mind on. And I want to recommend a totally good book. Um, you may have heard of the book, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, but there's another book, Outwitting the Devil, and it talks a little bit more in depth about this idea of manifesting change through your mindset and not being into the drift. And the book, Outwitting the Devil, we'll talk a little bit more about that. For a lot of people, it's the fear of change that keeps people stuck. And if you're willing and brave enough to go on this magical journey called life and accepting the fact that we can't have everything perfect. And actually it's the setbacks, the limitations, and it's the waiting that actually grows us emotionally and spiritually, not just intellectually. Amazing things are going to happen. All right. Now, again, amazing attitude can talk more about all of this in detail, but this is just some really high level stuff that I want to share with you. So just as a kind of friendly recap, we talked about this outer world we're in right now. I'm talking, you're listening, we're engaging in our senses, but there's more to life than that. It's just a small sliver. There's our inner world, our unconsciousness, our values, our beliefs. And oftentimes we sabotage things because we're not willing to be fully honest with ourselves about what's possible, how we're capable, and most importantly, maybe certain ways that we have inadvertently sabotaged ourselves. And that's why I'm a huge fan of having a good spiritual connection. Our spiritual connection is through higher power, God, whatever you want to call it, Yahweh, Jesus, Muhammad, whoever, so that you can be able to understand that life is above and beyond anything you could even comprehend. 
And when, when you're thinking on the higher spiritual plane, you can see possibilities that you don't even quite even see what could happen. You know, I remember I was reading a while back ago that Thomas Edison, whenever he, before he would make a new invention or whatever, he would just take a power nap. And then during that, he would tap, tap his unconscious mind and through the spiritual realm and he could be able to manifest a new invention. invention. I've heard so many different stories about people who tap in that in-between zone, that inner world, that spiritual realm in order for them to manifest changes. Okay. This how we get to that higher consciousness, that in-between zone is through meditation, prayer, mindfulness about what you're thinking about, being grateful, having acceptance, doing your gratitude. That's going to really help you and be intentional about the power words you use. I can, I am. Is this possible? I know I can do this. And literally making those words dwell into your mind over and over again. All right. I know I said a whole lot. Was there something that I said about this whole in-between world, this while we're waiting thing that really caught your your ear? I would love to hear from you. Check out info.deniseglee.com slash connect. I would love for you to send me a message or leave me a voicemail message at anchor.fm slash deniseglee. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. If you really enjoyed this podcast, make sure you share it with someone else. Well, again, I cannot wait to talk with you more and more about the power of positivity because I have seen the shift in my life, my client's life, and I would love to hear from you as well. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.